Hello and a warm welcome to another episode of the Tips and Advice for Business podcast. Coming up, this week we're talking about recruitment and in particular changes to the right to work checks that will apply to British and Irish citizens with effect from April this year. Keep listening to find out the detail about those changes and what you can do to avoid any associated costs. Plus, we're talking about PPE, something that's been of crucial importance during the pandemic, but there are changes coming into force also in April this year, which will apply to workers. Keep listening and you'll find out exactly what those changes are and how you might be affected. You're listening to Tips and Advice for Business, the weekly podcast that trawls through the latest business news, legislation and case law, distilling often complex legal and tax requirements into bite-sized advice and realistic solutions to everyday challenges. And all this in just a few short minutes, because we know that your time is precious. The Tips and Advice for Business podcast is freely available on all the usual platforms such as Spotify, Apple, Amazon and Deezer and is brought to you by those ever so nice people at Indicator FL Memo. For supporting information, please visit indicator-flm.co.uk. Your host today is Duncan Callow, solicitor and publisher. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about recruitment uh, and in particular changes that are coming to right to work checks. Uh, Like any responsible employer you will of course make sure that anybody you hire um, is legally okay to work in the UK otherwise you are at risk of of, um, criminal and civil penalties so what you would normally do before you take somebody on is is to obtain original versions of one or more permitted documents that show the individual's right to work in the UK you check the validity of the document in in the holder's presence you keep a copy of that document and you will record the date that you checked the document. Now, doing all this will give you what they call a statutory excuse from, from criminal sanctions and civil penalties for employing somebody illegally in the UK. That's, that's all clear and probably understood. But at the end of last year, the government announced that from 6th of April this year, it will no longer be possible to conduct these manual right-to-work checks for non-British nationals who hold either a biometric residence permit a biometric residence card or a frontier work permit. From then on, the right to work checks that you conduct for these people must be conducted online via the Home Office's right to work checking service. That's free to access. And if you want details about how to do that, we will include them in a link with the podcast. So that's all clear for non-British nationals. But what about British nationals? Because you you still have to check that they've got the right to work in the UK too. Well, you'll still be able to conduct manual right-to-work checks for them, but you won't be able to use the Home Office's free online checking service for British or Irish nationals. I mean, this might change in the future, and it was um, something that came out during the consultation process, but at the moment you won't be able to use that service. So instead, for British and Irish nationals, the government has decided to work with something called third-party identification document validation technology. Yeah, it's a bit of a mouthful. Uh, service providers who will conduct online right-to-work checks for businesses like you, for employers. So while this makes online checks for British and Irish nationals possible, there are two catches that we think you need to be aware of. The first is the cost. As always, there's a cost involved in these things. Unlike the Home Office's free online service, 
IDVT providers will they'll be charging. They're, they're commercial entities. Uh, and from what we've been able to ascertain, there'll be a price range of between £1.45 and, yep, can you believe it, £70 per right-to-work check undertaken. Second catch, regardless of the price you pay, you will still remain solely responsible for ensuring that an individual has a right to work in the UK. So if the IDVT service provider gets something wrong, that's of course possible, you won't be able to pass the buck to them. So our advice, at least for the time being, is that for British and Irish citizens who are coming to work for you, probably a good idea to stick with manual right to work checks for now. And would just like to reiterate how important that is. In our own experience, for example, we're currently being audited um, and the auditor is uh, constantly requesting uh, sample um, personnel files proving that we've got uh, proof uh, that, that the employee concerned who's been picked at random has got the right to work in the UK. So they'll want to see a copy of a, of a passport or other relevant documents. So it is very important. So just to summarise you'll be able to conduct manual right to work for British nationals or Irish nationals or instruct an IDVT service provider to conduct the online check for you. These will cost up to £70 per check. But for the time being, till the dust has settled, probably a good idea to stick with doing it manually. Okay, let's talk briefly about the sexy but nonetheless uh, important subject of personal protective equipment, PPE and changes that are taking place in April of this year. Now, new legislation extends the duty on employers, on businesses like you, to provide this PPE, including clothing, to those who are classified as, ready for this, B workers. Now, unlike employees, and this will come as no surprise, who are classed as A workers and work under an employment contract, these B workers undertake their work via a contract for service and you'll probably be familiar with them on a more casual working relationship as contractors, freelancers, temps, etc., etc. But the law is changing, uh, and it's quite an important change because from that date in April, you will be required to conduct a risk assessment to establish whether any of these workers require PPE to carry out their work. And where it is required, you must provide it and or any clothing free of charge, as of course you do for employees now. And you'll also be responsible for the storage, maintenance and replacement of any PPE that's provided. The HSC has produced some guidance on this new requirement and we've included a link to that in the podcast description below. So just to summarise, from 6th of April, there will be a new requirement requirement on you to provide PPE to workers as well as employees. Well, that's it. Can you believe it? We've got to the end of another episode of the Tips and Advice for Business podcast. But don't worry, we'll be back next week and we'll be talking about tax and in particular capital gains tax. You're probably aware that the annual capital gains exemption has barely increased in recent years, but in the right circumstances and with a little bit of know-how, you can actually manufacture, manufacture your own increase. How's it done? Come back next week and all will be revealed. But for now, thank you for sharing your time with us and goodbye. You've been listening to the Tips and Advice for Business podcast. Every week, we trawl through the latest business news, legislation and case law, distilling often complex legal and tax requirements into bite-sized tips, advice and solutions. For more information about our products and services, please visit indicator-flm.co.uk.